Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, do you think it's a coincidence or a deliberate policy? Of course it's deliberate, calculated and cynical. Industrial action is tightly regulated, makes it well nigh impossible for general strikes to happen. A loophole is being created, separate unions coordinating action is not illegal and is a general strike in all but name. Payback time for Tizzy crashing the economy and 12 years of miserable government, austerity and feral MPs. On the days the railways go on strike, we stay at home. Do a Zoom, go by car, bike, shanks his pony, get on with it. Royal Mail strikes. Who posts letters these days? Electronic payments, moon pig, life goes on. Teachers on strike, well, that's a bit different. As well as educating the next generation, they are the nation's babysitting service whilst mum and dad go to work. No teachers, mum, auntie, the lady next door, somehow the nation will keep working. The ambulance service on strike, a different kettle of fish. Unless there is a recategorization, there may be a response to category one cause, which are life-threatening and needing immediate intervention and or resuscitation, for example, cardiac or respiratory arrest. Category 2 calls, emergency or serious conditions that may require rapid assessment, urgent on-scene intervention and blue light to hospital. Heart attack, stroke, epilepsy, sepsis, major burns or your granny on the kitchen floor with a broken hip. With any luck, a volunteer or the army might turn up for that. Category 3 and 4, well, in July 2022, the mean response time for category three and four was three hours and 17 minutes and 90% of calls were responded to in eight hours and 22 minutes. So it, make, it won't make a lot of difference. Ring Uber. No, no coincidence, the paramedics are walking out on the day after the nurses are on strike. You don't need me to add anything to that. Over the last few months, deaths in England and Wales have been higher than would have been expected. In July and August, there were several weeks with deaths 10 to 13% above the five-year average, meaning about 900 extra people a week were dying compared with the past few years. In The Guardian, Devi Shridhar, chair of the, uh, the Global Political Health at the University of Edinburgh, writes, and I quote, the leading causes of death are within the typical five-year average, heart and lung disease, cancers, dementia and Alzheimer's disease. COVID-19 deaths could account for half of the excess mortality, but the other half is, public, is puzzling. There's no one clear reason that jumps out. Delayed diagnosis caused by COVID, maybe. COVID making us sicker and may contribute to heart attacks, strokes, dementia. The extreme summer heat. Siddhar continues. She says the excess mortality data points to three issues. The first, the NHS is overloaded. Quality of care, suffering, staff are burned out, leaving their jobs. This is leading to medical care being delayed for acute conditions, too many ambulances unable to offload. Extreme heat and COVID still circulating are the other two. Extreme heat and COVID. Unfathoming excess deaths is a pay grade higher than mine. No doubt we'll have the answers in the fullness of time. But there is something that's obvious. You do not need a PhD to fathom. Delayed care is dangerous care. 
Setting aside the practicality of His Majesty's government coming up with a 17 or is it 19% pay rise for the nurses and whatever the paramedics are striking for, the NHS has suffered its own delays. Delays to recruiting, delays to building, delays to maintenance, investing, kitten and caboodle. All those delays put off stores of concocted neglect that will take more than a strike to fix. Even a new government with oven-ready plans and the funding in place for training, procurement and building will be five, maybe more years from getting the wheels back on. The strikers bargain, exchange a few days or weeks of dangerous minimum services for a lasting improvement and better services. Adding delays to care in a service already mired in delays inevitably will add extra deaths to the excess deaths we are already struggling with. Deaths on the doorstep of politicians, undoubtedly. Deaths in the hands of strikers, undoubtedly. Deaths in the families of the victims, undoubtedly. Strikes are legal. Their primary objective is to cause harm and frighten people. Both strikers and government must be equally aware of the risks they run and that they are asking the public to make sacrifices they have no say in. There is still time. Time for everyone involved to think again. Thanks for listening. This was Roy Lilly and I hope we'll talk with better news soon. Bye bye now.